I'd have played the tea lady over Marcia, mate. <laughs> you know my thoughts on Marcia. He's, he, he shouldn't even be wearing that shirt. He shouldn't even be at the club anymore. Hello and welcome to another Late Night Reds podcast. Uh, myself, Dyson here. We've got Tom and we've got Wayne. How are you going, boys? You all right? Good, mate. Yeah, good, good. Not too bad. Obviously, we've been waiting for Wayne while he's been having a shit on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to bang your TV, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah no, to be fair, he's got a point there, Tom. You know, we, we for, the, for, for our four or five viewers that we try and tune in every week, we didn't do one because you got a 70-inch TV on a deal at Costco. So, I might, I might be two minutes having a shit, but I'm not a week late. Priorities, boys. No, Joe. Honestly, I was saying, I was saying to Dyson Wayne, I was like, I remember just, I just, I was just driving down, and uh, I was in the car park, and he texted me saying, "Are you sending us the link?" And I was like, "What's he fucking on about?" Like Gospel's car park. It, it literally clicked, and I was like, "Oh shit, I should be doing the podcast right now," and I'm fucking walking around Costco. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> I was texting Matt saying, I'm so sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd, you'd rearranged it around me as well beforehand. Yeah, two days in a row, I rearranged it. You know what? I'm just, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what? <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. Right. So, first, I want to talk about our social media on Twitter. So, Tom, I know you've been boiling piss, which is brilliant, but we've gained like a thousand and a half followers in the space of a week and a half. By going uh, a bit getting out there, won't we? So yeah, yeah, I think I mean there's a couple of videos, isn't there? There's one where I knocked about four Leeds fans out. <laughs> yeah, um, that that was the big you know, when we battered a few Leeds fans. That was a big one. Yeah, yeah, that that, that definitely happened. Um, yeah, but to be fair though, fair play to Jam the cameraman for the uh, the video of the Leeds fan where he was like tourist, tourist, and then <laughs> the tourist, up, tourist. Up, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. One punch kill man, or whatever he fucking was called, he's punching yeah. people through fences and stuff. But that's decent. We've got over 4,000 followers now, so no. that we actually get people commenting and interacting with things that we post, which helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So hopefully we just keep on going. We might give a bit, a few more listeners on here, but we'll, we'll, we never know. <laughs> um, so we'll just go into the disappointing draw um, on, on Sunday um, obviously Southampton it was 1-1 and they opened up the scoring with the Fred um, OG we'll, obviously we'll go into the absolute shambles of how that got to how that went into the bottom corner and then um, Mason Greenwood um, bagging the equaliser now just before I just go into obviously talking about the Southampton just a quick stat on Greenwood obviously me and, me and Wayne discussed this before I've seen somewhere and I'm pretty sure it's right it's not 11, when it's 10. So Greenwood has, in his 31 goals, Greenwood has um, had 10 match winners ever, um, out of his 31. And eight, uh, eight goals have also been equalising goals as well. So 18 of his goals have like basically been something that really matter. Obviously, I know all goal goals matter, but sometimes you might get the third or the fourth of a 4-0 win, but say 18 of his goals have, have, have set us on to either win the game or even set us on the way to even go on and then win the game um, after he's got the equaliser. So, big, big, big future for our Greenwood there. Love it. Yeah, good start, that. Very good start. Um, so, Southampton, we'll, we'll start with Tom first, because obviously I know we'll probably both, all three of us will probably have a different opinion on how it went, but we'll all obviously be upset, well, <clears> disappointed <throat> with the way it's gone. But we'll all have a different maybe opinion on where it's going. So I'll start with you, Tom. What's your thoughts on the actual just the, the full performance, the game, the play, the players that were even there now that didn't stand out, who should have stood out? Yeah, there's a couple of bits, isn't there? So I think first of all, felt like a loss, even though it wasn't. Yeah. Beaming. I think it's just the uh, the build up I was buzzing before and I genuinely convinced myself that we were gonna smash them now and the other again. Uh, and then the performance wasn't great, was it? I think first half was wasn't too bad. I think we we looked in control at points before their goal, and arguably we should be two or three goals in front because of those set pieces. I mean, there was one where it flew across the face of goal, and that lad cleared it off the line. Um, there was a Pogba free header that should have went in as well. 
there was a couple. We should have been about two or three nil up. And then they scored. And since then, we were just shit, weren't we? We came out in the second half. We had a bit about us. And we scored the goal. And then for about five or ten minutes, we looked okay. Uh, but then we just dropped off. And we were just awful. Couldn't match up with their intensity. I think the thing for me, though, was you knew what you were going to get with Southampton and one of the Hasselhutton's teams. And I just feel like we weren't prepared for it. So even though we knew we were going to get pressed like hell for the first five, five ten minutes, etc., we're still trying to play through the press wide, just play beyond it, knock it up to someone. You've got big people up front like Pogba, etc. I don't understand why we were trying to naively play through the press like we're prime Barcelona all of a sudden. And then um, when you start then looking at individual performances, fucking hell. I, I know I've said it for a long time, but Anthony Martial is absolute shit, mate. And I always say it, he's a lazy bastard. He's got a shocking attitude, but he's just crap. Why on earth are we playing him? I, and I don't understand why we've, we've started him. And I get Ollie wants to get players fit and minutes in, in, in the legs and stuff like that, but Greenwood played absolutely class against Leeds up front as a number nine and he scored why is he then suddenly on the right wing I and mean, we're putting Marshall up front it was a fucking waste of space I genuinely would rather have ha, rather have had Greenwood up front and Dan James on the wing than Marshall because at least you know what you're going to get from Dan James he's going to run the line he's going to work hard and uh, he's not going to be walking around sulking but yeah. that, that Marshall's fucking shit mate Fred had a shocker. Maguire was bad as well, to be fair. And I love Maguire, but he was fucking terrible. Um, Luke Shaw weren't great. Wambasaka, fuck yeah, do I need to say anything? He's thick as fuck, that cunt. And then, um, other than that, I think the only people who played well were was probably Greenwood and Pogba. Bruno, elusive, couldn't get on the ball. Nowhere to be seen, was he? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was shit, mate, in summary. Um, but, perspective... To draw, second game in, we move, see where we get to against Wolves. But these are the types of games last season we were drawing or losing, and I was hoping that we'd be turning them into three points, but clearly not. Yeah, well, it's, it's two points dropped because last year we went and won there, didn't we? Yep. So, so our record at St Mary's isn't hasn't been great. I don't think we've lost there in since two thousand and three. But in terms of looking at the last results, there've been draws, a lot of draws. And just a very few wins, but that Southampton team, they're, they're depleted in terms of Bertrand's now obviously moved on. Danny Ings, who's the main threat, got moved on. Very lucky that they didn't have an actual striker who's a Premier League proven up front um, because Armstrong, I think, he's, I think he shot himself a little bit in front of goal. Any... But you say that. I thought you were good, mate. I thought no, no, I'm not, good. Saying he wasn't, I'm not saying he wasn't good, but that opportunity one-on-one against De Gea um, another, a striker who's been in the Premier League for a, at least a good season or two finds a bottom corner there and doesn't really fucking bother. It was straight out of the hair. Yeah, um, I think, uh, to be fair though, if you look at him last week, so he had something similar where he went through one on one with Jordan Pitford and mate, what a finish, top bins, like really yeah. that, it was unreal. So I think, he, yeah, I, I don't know, it's one of those, isn't it, where I think he's probably over thought it because you'd argue that you should be putting it in the other corner and I think you might have just tried giving him the eyes or tricking him, but. Top save from Deheye. I know he gets a lot of slander, but he's uh, saved us two points. Uh, yeah. Sorry, well, he saved us a point, should I say? Saved, saved us a point, yeah. Three points. Well, I'll come to the team selection, Wayne, because I think when in terms of leads, we knew what we were going to get with leads, um, and we opened them up. And I don't know if you guys agree, but Southampton are sort of similar. They're not as good. It was not as good as to leads, but you was talking about the high press, the press at you. The leave gaps in behind and the leave gaps in the middle as well. So you need to obviously bypass that middle and get it into the into the feet of the midfield. Um, not take it from the back four, for example, which we were doing against Southampton. So team selection, obviously, Tom saying Dan James over Martial, which obviously I agree with as well. What's your thoughts upon just, just the game and the team selection and, and the tactics that were, were put out in front on, on Sunday? I'd have played the tea lady over Martial, mate. <laughs> You know my thoughts on Martial. He's, he's, he shouldn't even be wearing that shirt. He shouldn't even be at the club anymore. And he, he's proven it yet again. But it's not just, it wasn't just him. Tom summed it up perfectly, I think. I thought Maguire was poor from the back. He got 
caught obviously in the second half that led to that uh, that attempt. Then at the corner, he was marking nobody. And this this guy who's coming for set pieces. All right, we look okay taking them now finally, but we still look all at sea when a, when a corner or a free kick gets whipped into us. No one seems to have a clue who they're marking, what space they're marking, who's attacking the ball, who's dropping deep in case they get the flick on. That because don't get wrong, Bahia yeah made the good save, but straight away from that corner, the lad missed from like three yards out. From it was a tapping. No, it was Armstrong again, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a tapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he, and he couldn't do that, and it was lucky that he couldn't. But again, I remember when we played um, Southampton at home, not last season, obviously it was the nine 0 the season before, I think it was. Um, and we had, yeah, we had Pogba and Matic in centre midfield. I remember saying to you that day, I don't understand why he's playing two people that deep against Southampton because they'll press from the attackers. Because that's what they do. They like the attackers to so run up with Danny Ings and that. And Pogba got caught on the edge of the box and they scored and went 1-0 up. And then two years later, Matic just started again against the same team that do the exact same thing with the same manager, the same type of press. He was awful in that game against them and he will always be awful in a game when someone's pressing. Because he's got an old overnight. He was a great player in his time. He's done all right at United, but his legs are gone. And next to... Uh, the clown called Fred, who I think got my other match for Southampton. It's just it's just a recipe for disaster. Matic can't run at all. Fred can only run. He's he's wholehearted. I won't I won't knock him for that. But I would be putting out his shirt. I would run all day. I'd be just launching myself into tackles. But he's not good enough. And I don't know who it is who can't see it. I mean it has to book our stop with the manager, but it's shocking. Um, yeah. Like I say, Matt Martial starting, didn't understand that. Um, and on the Friday, what wound me up is Oli give a press conference saying we can get Sancho and Varane, the fit, the this, that and the other, and they're in contention to start, not to play, to start. Now, Sancho's been with us for what, three and a bit weeks? I know he had to quarantine and this, that and the other. Uh, and Varane's been over here for a couple of weeks. Clearly, United would have given him some training plan whilst he's in quarantine. He got unveiled at, against Liverpool. Uh, sorry, against Liverpool. At Old Trafford against Leeds. And then, he would have done some training. This is a World Cup winner. Champions League galore. And you're telling me that these two lads were not fit to start against Southampton. When Chelsea go and sign Lukaku, who I love that United, never used to mock me for it, because he always fat, he's lazy, he's this, that and the other. He's been at Chelsea for 10 days. I don't even think he had a pre-season, proper pre-season friendly with Chelsea. Starts after 10 days. Bullies Arsenal completely. They win 2-0. Gots gets mad a match. And we won't even play our two. One of them's been with us three and a half week. And it, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's just not good enough. I don't, uh, get, even, I don't get all of this pre-season shit, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. Because... No, I, I don't. It's, they're, they're not, it's not like back in the day, is it? When You knew back in the day, the lads went on the laps, didn't they? Yeah. And they come back, tanked up. They put on about... I mean, Mkhitaryan did it a few years ago when he was massive. But other than that, back in the day, you had to get that minutes in your legs. Now they've all got fitness. Uh, PT structures living with them. They've got chefs. They're, they're all this nonsense about... I know you get you can look fit. You've got to get match fit, but... How many minutes they the play the, playing games yeah. galore? They're, they're, they're ultimate athletes, and the reality is, look, Varane, exactly. Varane, for example, he had two weeks off, didn't he? So just yeah. just because you don't play fo- football for two weeks, you don't suddenly lose all match sharpness. But fair enough, you might not be hundred percent, but in those two weeks, I'm assuming he's not sat just in an all inclusive fucking stuff in his face, not moving. He's exactly. been doing training as well, hasn't he? He's been on the bike. Exactly. He's, been doing, he's been doing cardio, etc. Don't get it. And not only that as well, I don't care what anyone says. I'm not avid. Even just eating shit for two weeks, you're not suddenly going to put fucking 10 stone on just eating shit Correct. for two weeks. You've got to do it over a sustained period of time. So, yeah, I, I don't he, get he's, he's not. He's not learning from him because last that first game of last season, he played Fosse Mensa, I think it was, at right back against Palace. Rather than putting Wan-Bissaka on, he went, oh, well, Wan-Bissaka's, he's been in Dubai and he's not... He's not trained with us, not like he's not match fit yet. And even Simon Jordan come out, absolutely laughed his head off when we got beat and said, I've known Juan Bissaka for God knows how many years. I've watched him for years. That kid is super fit. 
don't tell me he could not have played against Crystal Palace when Palace were also leggy because they've not had their, they've not got games, yeah. and we've done it again. I mean, he he contradicts himself because he says Sancho, oh, we won't start him because you know it's, it's a long season. Varane, oh, it's a long season. All this nonsense. Yeah, he puts Jesse Lingard on his bill. He's only gone back from COVID about twenty four hours, whatever daft it was. Yeah. He, it makes it it makes no sense. What, what whatsoever. Is, why why not got not got not putting Donny on, who's played all preseason, yeah. he's bolts up, he's praising him. He chucks on Scott McTominay, who he admitted was injured and probably only fit for thirty minutes. Then he chucks on Jesse Lingard with only about four minutes of normal time to go, plus other time, so he got just shy of ten minutes. But he's only just come back from COVID for a few days. And I'm Sancho, I'm Varane, I'm also um, Donny van der Beek. And I'm sat there thinking, right, well, Sancho's gone on, no problem. Scott McTominay's come on. And then with, with like the last 10 minutes, I think Scott McTominay kind of went centre defence, he went three in the back. Yeah. So I'm Varane now thinking, what's going on here? I'm, I'm supposed to be brought in to be a ball player. you you got Donny there who's thinking, well, you can't, oh, you need to play between the lines. You need that little nice little passing. Fred and Matic aren't going to do it. Push Pogba further up next to Greenwood, and let me get on there and be the two behind the front two with with Bruno and just try and get that goal. Literally, like Ferg used to do, throw the kitchen sink at it. But we put Jesse on, who's more of a spinning behind type of player. He's not this intricate little tip tap and create the space. He likes to run at players. It was for me, it was just all wrong from the lineup to the substitutions. The lot. I don't understand why we've changed a winning team, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't, we've just smashed Leeds 5-1. Why are we playing a different team? It should be the exact same I, team starting. I don't, I don't mind changing a winning team, to be honest with you. No, I don't, but I don't agree you've got to, you've got to change it. Making the odd change here or there, making like, oh, I'll swap one play. Don't become like a raffer and be a tinkerman. Making the one change, I wouldn't have minded. I.e., um, even if you did... Say so Sancho was a first starter, Greenwood up top, Pogba on the left, Sancho on the right, and the rest is the same against Leeds. It's only one change. I wouldn't mind that. I don't mind if you do change a winning team, but you made, for me, stupid changes against a pressing team with Matic and Fred, and then he took Greenwood out of being centre forward, put him on, shoved him on the right when you've just bought someone for seventy odd million in Sancho. You also bought someone for thirty odd million Ahmad who could have played there, but instead he just went right. I'll put Martial up front, who's a sulky little git, and I'll chuck Greenwood out on the on the wing. And even on the wing, Greenwood's more effective than Martial was up top. I don't think um, I don't think you should have changed the winning team. I think partway through the game, you you then start thinking you bring your Sancho's on, etc. But there was no reason to change it. You should have just stayed with the same team, and we probably would have got a different result. But the other bit as well, look, Leeds is a different... So I think Leeds, they do press, but they are different to Southampton. Yeah. They're a different type of press. So Leeds will do like a man-for-man press. Southampton will just set traps up across the pitch. And yeah. Southampton we... know what they're doing. They're dead smart from the front. And yeah. at the end of the day, they're showing you where they want you to pass the ball so they can pounce on you. And surprisingly, exactly. guess what? Lindelof and Maguire yeah. fell for it every fucking time. Every all time. They to do I know they did. Give the ball to either Wambasaka or Matic, and both of those mm-hmm. players were their press trigger. And as yeah. soon as one of those got the ball, bang, it about four men on him because he couldn't move. But this is another reason why, if you were going to make changes, I don't understand why he's brought Matic in. I understand that Tom is injured. Why Matic, though? Yeah, why not play somebody like Donny van der Beek, who's press resistant? Yeah. And straight away, Maguire, Lindelof could bang the ball into van der Beek. He's, not, he's comfortable receiving the ball under pressure. And you could just one touch bang on, okay, see you later, yeah. press, press bypass. But I don't understand it. And then to your point before on the Lingard sub, for me, it's probably the strangest substitution of the lot because Pogba on that left hand side, Leeds would be fucking brilliant. And against Southampton, he was arguably our best player, especially in the second half when he come back. Yeah, out. he woke up he woke up second half, didn't he? He, he was shit hot, mate. He was absolutely shit hot. Mm. And he was really dangerous on the left-hand side, creating chances, taking players on. And then suddenly, we drop him into midfield where he's nullified. And then we've got Lingard on the left-hand side, who's to your point, it's just come back from COVID. And he did nothing, did he, for 20, for 15 minutes? It was awful. Even if even if you were going to put Lingard on, again, if you're going to chuck him on, you're going to chuck him on. But don't chuck that type of player on. Don't chuck really any player on. 
unless it's a striker and you're going to go long with four minutes to go of normal time. Yeah. If I mean, you are going for the win. If I'm done, it, 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 it just didn't make sense. I'd have handed a transfer request if I was done by now, mate. That, that's what 100%. I was about to say. Straight after that. Day, I'd, I'd have thrown it in. As soon as the whistle went, I'd have gone, yeah, gaffer. I want to know, has he, has he shagged all his wife? What's he done? I don't know. He, he's, 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 does he? He's clearly got no trust in the lad. But yet, for me, all he's got to do is play him for a few games. And if we start seeing the same thing, because we, we'll, we'll give people time, but if we start seeing with him what they're probably seeing in training, i.e. they're deeming not good enough, then we'll go, you know what? Yeah, he had a point. Not, not He, he was right. We, us fans were wrong. We just want to see it ourselves and give him a chance because all us fans believe that he is good enough. Because we've yeah. all seen him at Ajax, we've seen him in the Champions Leagues. We, we know he can play football. I'm not convinced. We just won't play him. I'm not convinced he's not performing in training. I think the issue you've got is I think Oli has certain players who prefers and trusts and I think he's quite stubborn and I think the issue you've got is we're in this we've got this weird fucking generation now of people who've just played who've played FIFA or Footy Manager, etc. And suddenly we need a a specialist CDM and all of this stuff. No, a midfielder's a fucking midfielder, mate. It don't matter. Like, so just because you're a midfielder doesn't mean that you can only be a CDM or you can only be a, a centre attacking midfielder or a box to box and all this stuff. Yeah, fucking hell, you can play multiple positions. Donny van der Beek can play defensive midfield, he can play centre midfield, attacking midfield, etc. Yeah, he's not one player. I don't understand why you couldn't play him in midfield. We used to play fucking Carrick and Skulls, man. He, he did it uh last season, Wolves. I know it was the end of the season, but he had. People like your Alangas and Shoulders and all this lot. So, was it even the first team? And he played that position with Matic, yeah, I think it was. Look at Evan. Um, Evan and, he, and, he was, and he was really good in that game. And pre-season. even in pre season at Everton, that 4 0, him and Matic, they were, they were actually were really good. Matic went really deep in, in between Lindelof and um, Maguire. And Donny was just spraying the ball, but he was running around. He could pass the ball forward where Fred. That pass he did in the first half, I don't even know what he saw. Yeah, he just kicked out for a throw in. No one knows what he saw. The thing is, obviously, we're all going, everyone goes on saying we need to play 4 2 3 1, 4 3 3. But we don't. When we're in possession, we play three, three, three at the back. You have one midfielder, and then you have Bruno ahead of him, two wingers, and a striker, is what we end up playing. And the wing backs are wide. And what we found against Southampton was. Matic at times was dropping deeper than fucking Maguire and Lindelof. He was that yeah, deep. Yeah. And then the only player he, that the only he did player that, that in the in the preseason so yeah, the, the dropping only, that deep. The only player that Maguire and Lindelof and Matic were able to then pass to is Fred. But Fred was hiding behind players. At least Van der Beek yeah. will show for the ball. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh. it's it frustrating. But anyway, we we, yeah. we said our piece, haven't we? Sorry, guys. Bring us back in, mate. No, it's all right. Obviously, he's got a. Got to let the let the anger out. Well, it's not that; it's the frustration in it. So, so with with the Donny Donny situation, and I know that his agent come out the other day and spoke, saying that he's actually had another conversation with um, Ollie. Um, Ollie said that he's going to get minutes this season, and he's going to get more time. He's going to be vital. That's the word, vital. Um, and we'll just have to see where that takes it. Really, obviously, don't good can't can't believe a word he says at this moment in time on Donny Van der Beek because. We've not seen it. I think you're right, Wayne. We, we want to witness it. We want to see him because when we do see him, we see him play with shit players, the shitter players, I should say. So then he's he, he's not in that comfortability. But when he does come in, he, he seems to do something like Newcastle away when he come on, um, when it was 1-1 and Bruno scored yeah. that fucking mint goal, but it was 4-1, it ended up. Donny come on and played a part in the build-up. Um, Palace, he's, he's scored. You've got to think a few times where he's obviously, I know he loves a dummy. How many times has the, yeah. that dummy gone through and steps it's, it's, it's over the ball? Steps over the ball. Matt O'Brien away in, in the um, Carabao Cup, he did exactly that and he scored and Matt has scored. There's certain things in the game which he can just change and we're not even giving him that opportunity. It feels like it is the safe option um, that's being given every single time. Don't get me wrong, I think in terms of the over over the past, if we should obviously look at all his tenure, just all his tenure, but because we've because we've been fucking, ultimately we've just been pretty shit since Fergie's retired. 
Um, we've had our moments, obviously, by winning trophies. We've we've won a we've won an FA Cup, a Carabao Cup, a Europa League, a Community Shield, <laughs> um, or two of them. And looking through Ollie's tenure now, in terms of the way that we're playing when we're attacking, in my opinion, miles better than I've seen under Moyes, under Van Gaal, and under under um, Jose. But the difference is under Van Gaal and under Jose. They was building on a structure of a solid back line. And under Van Gaal, you've seen it. It was yeah, okay. It was a possession paced ball with a one shot, one goal type of type of play. But Smalling and Blind got pretty much was it did we come second in the terms of joint or was it joint least goals conceded one, one in the year, season? Was it not with joint under Van Gaal and then one less under Jose one year? Jose. So I mean, so we 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 stopped conceding goals, but then we was missing the goals on the other end. It was like we need goals, and we, but we're missing them. And then, but now we've got Ole. Now we're getting the goals, but we're not. But then we're making stupid mistakes at the back, and we concede in set pieces, and we're setting, we're, we're putting ourselves in, under pressure where we're three one up and we're drawing three three, or we're two one up and we're drawing two two, or we're going down one nil, we're going down two nil. We have to claw ourselves back and. I think you said it to me the other day, Wayne, and it was, I think, obviously I look at it a bit differently than you, obviously, and I, think, I don't know if Tom will as well. I look at it now as it's the second game of the season. Second game of the season, let's see what we're going to do at Wolves. Where I know with yours, it's more of a, I've seen this for 100 games type of type of, type of yeah. comment. Yeah, am I right in saying the, the, that? Yeah, the, yeah. For, for me, what I mean by that is, I understand this all. It's the second game of the season stuff. I don't disagree with that. But it's the same errors in the second game of the season. The the again poet set pieces, poor in possession, can't can't beat the low block, picking favourites again, persisting gun picking these these players, can't defend from any cross or anything that comes in. It, it's the same mistakes that I'm seeing in game two of this season that I've seen. For a hundred games under his tenure, that that was the point I was making. That it seems that he, no matter who we can keep buying and spending, duh, 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 that's that's not an issue because with Man United we've got the money, we can buy who we want. But for me, if you've got someone at the helm who still can't see the same mistakes that they've been making over the course of a hundred games, that's my problem. That's but that's just my opinion. Well, I think we'll go to Wolves and beat them. We'll come on to that in a bit. But I think we'll go to Wolves, we'll beat them, and everyone will think we'll all react to the Southampton game. Then we'll go on a purple patch, as we do. Then all of a sudden, we'll, we'll start having the, the same mistakes. We'll start slowly creeping in. And then it'll, it'll rear its ugly head again. That, that's yeah. where I think it'll end up going. Well, at the moment, obviously, we, the only thing that we can go off is previous times, and you, that's yeah. what's happened previous times, isn't it? We've we've gone on a nice purple patch. We've yeah. we've got this twenty-seven game unbeaten streak now away from home, which is nothing that you can't you can't turn your nose up here because it's never been done before, apart from once, obviously, in terms. But it's not it's not really been hit again closely until we've gone and done it. But it's pointless when, you, quick, when you're winning. Just a, yeah, just a quick on that. I'm going to praise Pogba. Believe it or not. Because right. I, I loved what you said about that record. Go on. Don't care, I'd rather win a trophy. Yeah, and it's right. It can go, you're, it can you're go right. to 28, it can go yeah. to 29. Don't care, I want to win the title. Yeah. I, I've got. A, he's never spoken any really anything. He's never put in his big consistent performances. He's in his last year of his contract. He's done two really good, well... Leeds, very good. Second half against Southampton, he was good. And he probably was our best player for the full game. And even now, his interviews, he's saying what us fans want to hear. Because you can go 39 games unbeaten, 42 games unbeaten, away from home for all I care. If you ain't put something in that, co- in that cabinet, it's just a record. But you'll be known for, well, you did that, but what did you win? Record. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so a fair fair play to Pogba for saying it. He's not he's not yeah. bigged it up, which I was uh, I was actually surprised he didn't. So fair play to him. So what we'll do, and we'll go into going to the Wolves Wolves game on Sunday. Um, we're talking about the picking the ball up from the midfield. Now, there's a certain player in the midfield for Wolves which I would love over anyone else. Actually, this is mine because he reminds me of uh, Michael Carrick, not in structure, not in stature. 
but in terms of his, he doesn't tackle much, but he picks up the ball well, passes it well, and he's a forward-thinking player. Um, and his long balls are pretty good as well. Doesn't get many goals, doesn't get many assists, but he's the guy who assists the assister. So, quickly going to Ruben Neves. Now, for me, he's going to be a bit of a danger man, but what's your thoughts on just, just obviously we've been told that Ollie's, Ollie said that we might not get anyone else in the market, but it is somebody's name that has been thrown up. Um, and we're playing against him on, on Sunday. What's your thoughts quickly just on Ruben Neves? I'll go with Tom first, actually. Yeah, sorry, mate. <clears throat> so I, that, that's the type of player I like. So I know everyone, like I said before, about these kids who are all like, we need a specialist CDM just because Mark Goldbridge said so. <laughs> really? I, 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 don't think that's the, I don't think that's what we need. I think... So, so for example, we went and signed Declan Rice. Would he have made a difference? Against I don't, no, 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 I don't know. I don't think so, no. So I don't think it would have made a difference against Southampton. If we went and got Ndidi, would he make a difference? Probably not. Would Kante made a difference now? And th- this is the issue. I like um, I like players like Jorginho in midfield, me. Somebody who can get the ball, dictate the play, ping passes left, right and centre, a proper maestro. Um, pulling the strings and I think Ruben Neves is one of the only other players similar to Jorginho in the Premier League who does that um, so I'd, I'd love Ruben Neves um, but I also don't think he's the only player we could get I think somebody like Son Miguel could probably do something similar he's probably not got the passing range of Ruben Neves but he's a different type of midfielder all action can do a bit of everything um, similar, similar to Van der Beek, actually, isn't he? Really, I think he yeah. reminds me of um, Ander Herrera, that soul, but a better version, um, which I think could work quite well. But yeah, personally, I'd like to see Ruben Neves. I just think his passing range when watching, if you watched him against Tottenham the other day, he was unreal, he was absolutely class. And you can just knock the ball to him, and all of a sudden, bang, it's on the other side of the pitch, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'd love Ruben Neves, me. I think he, he's brilliant. And he's Premier League proven. I think yeah. people massively undervalue how, how important that is. Signing the best players in the Premier League because they're proven and they can definitely operate at that level. He's done it for a number of years. And to be honest with you, I was surprised to you know, find that he was only 24. I thought he was like yeah. 28, 30. He looks fucking about 30-year-old, doesn't he? Yeah, he's at uh, that perfect age where if you get him now, You'll get him in. You'll be able to develop him quick because he's about to hit his prime year. So he'll, he'll develop very quickly into into this play. It's similar age that we have got Michael Carrick as well, twenty four. Yeah, and um, as well, with with that Neves, you don't need to be playing him next to somebody like fucking Fred or McTominay. He plays next to like Matinho at the minute in midfield. That that's their midfield pairing, isn't it? Neves and yeah, Matinho. Yeah. So yeah, and he's probably the more defensive minded with the two. So you could probably even play Neves and Donny in midfield. I don't like Pogba in midfield. I've said that. I don't like him in centre-mid. He's won the World Cup there. Fair play to him. But I think he's much more effective further up. Personally, I think his best position is probably where Bruno plays, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I like him off the left because Oli's just given him free roam and a licence to just drift in. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Neves at United. I think he's a class act. Yeah, good. And um, what about yourself, um, Wayne? I, I think I probably know this as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Neves. It sounds mad saying this, but I've always seen him at City. He, he yeah. looks like a player Pep would snap up. Um, but I've, he, he is a good player, but he, he also is very neat and tidy, which, like I say, it's more of a Pep-type midfielder person. I'd love, I'd love, I'd love him at United. He'd improve us. Um, but... You know, there's there's a few arguments. Do you go out and spend thirty five million Ruben Neves, which does what? Does that then just push Donny even further back? We've spent forty million on Donny. So, what what happens there? Where where's where's Donny fit into that? Because now you've got Fred, Scott, Ruben Neves, Matic, all these other people that he seems to be picking before he'll pick Donny. Or do you go for Donny because you know he'll improve the team? Uh, sorry, Neves, because you'll know he'll improve the team. I've always liked Tillemans. I love Tillemans. I think I think United missed out when we could have had him the other, a couple of years ago for 40 mil. He he, love, he gets about, chips in with goals, 
decent with assists. He's still at a good age, only 24. Prem proven. He's done it for, I think it's two years now at Leicester, plus his long spell from that January. He yeah. played two and a half seasons. Um, should have got him when we played against him when he was at Anderlet and he was captain in the in the cup under Jose in the Europa League. We yeah, beat him over you. two legs. That tells you but, everything about him. 18-year-old captain of his club. But Ruben Neves yeah. was the same at Porto. Captain, yeah, it was at captain eight, 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 19. Yeah. Um, and he was he was really good. He was quality. Uh, he was he's involved in, ev- in the, uh, every goal that Andlet scored against us. He was involved. I think he got the assist up for the one at Old Trafford. Yeah, I remember. I remember, saying, I remember thinking, I like this kid. He, he's good. And they were raving about him at the time. And I thought, yeah, this is someone we should snap up. We didn't do it. Monaco paid stupid money. He couldn't play at Monaco. There was some clause that after he played so many games, they had to pay some money and they were skint, so deliberately didn't play him. Hence why they loaned him out. He went to Leicester. He looked good. I remember saying at the time, Dice said, oh, I tell you, we've got to watch this kid again. And he was decent. And then it got to stage and he said, United are in for me. And he, wanted, he didn't want it to go on all summer, the saga. And he says, I want it to resolve in so many days or so many weeks. And we admitted we made contact. Didn't do anything about it. It was only 40 mil at the time. And now he's at Leicester. And he's he did, he did all right last season. Won the FA Cup. Scored the winner, in fact, in the Cup final. And I think, it's, I mean, it was a tap-in. And he got battered still. But he scored again the other night. He's, I, I think he's a good player. If you get someone like him, or even maybe someone like a Ruben Neves, someone who can run, someone who can read the game, but someone who can pick the head up and pass forward as soon as they win the yeah. ball, rather than passing sideways or backwards. You don't need these two holding people. Now, you, you, don't. you shouldn't need these two holding if you're going to start playing, and we are going to play it, Maguire and Varane. Maguire, very solid defender. He's a good defender. Varane, another very good defender. And the comp- they will complement each other, and I think together that should create a world-class partnership. And we've had this debate on here many times. We only seem to play the two holding because we don't think he trusts the Maguire and the Lindelof thing because um, it always seems to have a, a mistake in it from time to time. But get a Neves, or meet my opinion, I'll go for Tillerman's, but we'll talk about Neves, who, again, you won't, you won't be upset if you do sign him. He can do what we want him to do and pass the ball forward when he gets it rather than going backwards. That's... Imagine, exactly we need. imagine how good we'd be if we had Maguire, Varane, Wambasaka, Shaw, and then you had Donny, Neves, Pogba, Bruno, Sancho. Right, the technical capability in that midfield yeah. is unreal, mate. You would never lose the ball. It's absolutely yeah. class, and you could play through anyone. You've Donny, got to win the game. You've got the pace yeah. as well. You've got yeah. pace going forward. You've got you've got what you need. You've still got pay. You got you've still got Rashford to come back into the team as well. Don't forget. So you've got that option. Yeah. You, there's 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 multiple options there. Um, yeah. it, it it'll be it'll be frightening. But I do think we're talking about something that probably won't happen. I hope it happens and we do sign somebody else. I just think that unless we sell, it. unless yeah. we sell, I, I I don't think we will. We'll see like. Wolves look like they're they're a club that need to do that need to sell because they, they they seem a bit of a selling club since the pandemic. Yeah, I think um, I think I think we'll I think we'll bring another player in. I think we'll bring a midfielder in. I think we'll end up um, selling Lingard. Lingard will go over the next couple of days, in my opinion. I think. Um, Which, Ham... if he does, if he does go, that will make the draw against Southampton even more. Piss boiling. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna let, if you're gonna let him go, <clears throat> then you shouldn't what? play. He did he did it the other week. Like I said in that friendly, and I'll keep going back to it. He chucked uh, Axel Twinsabi on. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, do, didn't look interested, and then two One days thousand. later, he he signs a new contract, and then says he's going to Aston Villa and I thought, a long was it the next day? And I thought to myself, how that has to be so far down the line. How thick can you be as a manager? To, not. Not just to do it for United's purposes, to take the, some of the wages or all the wages off the wage bill, but to even risk the poor kid's chance. He could he could play against Everton, broke his leg in a pre-season. He did, he did what's he called? So he played against Everton, and then the next day he was in the squad on the bench for Villa for their friendly. 
it was literally Stupid. the next day. I remember seeing it going, fucking hell. But yeah, I remember seeing him with Dean Smith and everything. Like I just, thought it was two days after, but he's just no, it's the day after, mate. It's the day after. It's, it's one of those things, isn't it, where they give him his last one song so he can play in front of the away fans or the own fans or whatever it may be. But <clears throat> I think Lingard will go. I think West Ham would be stupid not to sign Lingard after what he did for him last season. I think yeah. they're talking about signing Kurt Zuma for thirty mil, and they're oh, turning the nose up. <laughs> they're turning the nose up at Lingard for twenty mil. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, get Lingard, but hundred percent, and then because if I'm Lingard, yeah, you know what, he might get a couple of chances early season, but <clears throat> when it'll, think it'll fade. Back, as soon yeah, as Rashford it'll definitely comes back, fade. Rashford comes back now, Cavani's back. When Rashford's back, he's either him or Pogba are playing on that left. When Cavani gets back, fit, he's up front every single fucking game, and then Greenwood or Sancho are on the right, and Bruno's not moving. So, what's the fucking point, Lingard? Just yeah. get himself gone and go and play football. It's a waste of if, time. If, if Jesse does go, then, yeah, we again, go back to Neves. It might be Neves that comes in or someone else in the field. I I just can't see us sign anyone because it seems like we're struggling to get them off the wage bill, unless it's just smoke, greens, smoke screens. That Fabrizio Romano said that we've got three midfield targets who we're talking to. I think they're all with the same agent, I think. <clears throat> we're talking to Camavinga, who's our priority, apparently. And he's, he's, he looks a good player, to be fair. Um, it's then Son Niguez and then Ruben Neves' his third choice, apparently. But Chelsea are also talking to Son Niguez. So I think what will happen is, <clears throat> we'll be fucking about. We'll say, we can't buy anyone until we've sold someone, which is just fucking stupid. We made like £500 million worth of profit last year, but apparently we can't buy anyone without selling. I think we'll leave it right to the last minute. Lingard will go. Because we'll be asking for like 30 mil when really West Ham will offer us 20. And then we'll end up bottling it. Lingard will go. And then by the time we go pick the phone up to Son Niguez, he would have already agreed to deal with Chelsea. And we'll end up going round, going round the houses. Camavinga wants to go PSG. Right, OK, let's go sign Ruben Neves. And I think that's who we'll end up with. Which does no, It might happen. I, 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 would, I would rather... I'd say, well, I would rather Donny got his chance this season. In that position, if he's not going to play Donny in that position, and he's going to be back up for Bruno or whatever he's supposed to be, then we do need someone else to play in that middle. Which again would be Neves or for me, I'd, I would go Tillemans out of the two. But Neves isn't a bad shout. We'll just wait and see. But what we'll do now then is we'll quickly go into the team selection. What we think we're going to get on on Sunday. So with this Wolves team, they've got a new manager. They've lost both of their opening games, 1-0. Still seem hard to beat. They've always been a team, since they come to the Premier League, they've always been a team that's been hard to beat. Um, they don't concede many goals. They, they do have a solid unit. Um, and they've got, obviously, the counter-attacking the counter attacking pace of Adama Traore as well, who missed Horrible. an absolute sitter against Horrible, the top Tottenham. Yeah, but he, like I said, Jimenez apparently is back as well. So... Um, this is going, obviously going to be a bit tasty. I think the game might be a well. We we tend to not really do well at the Molyneux anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. was, was it a draw last year as well? Yeah, we we I don't remember going to when we even when we've been made. We've never seen no, really win we, there. No, we've lost and we've drew since when we've gone. Um, so team selection. I'll start with yourself, Tom. Um, who are you going to go for? Who do you think Ollie will pick? <clears throat> there you're in that one Basaka. I think he's got a goal. Varane he's yep. got him Maguire and Luke Shaw yep. but what I wouldn't be surprised at is if he bottles the decision to drop Lindelof and plays five at bat wouldn't mm. be surprised no, no I, 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 yeah. I reckon he'll go five at the back um, and he match up with Wolves I think he'll then uh, play McTominay and Freddie midfield I think he'll play three going forward. I think it's going to be Pogba, Bruno and uh, Greenwood up front. With so no, no, San- no Sancho again. Uh, yeah, I think that's what he's going to go with. I think Sancho will come on off the, come off, off, come on off the bench, but I won't, I won't be surprised because I think Varane's got to play. He's got to play. Uh, but I just I can't see him dropping Lindelof. And to be honest with you, based on the last two games, 
I think it's a bit harsh. Drop Lindelof, I don't think he's been bad. I think the one you drop is Harry Maguire. He's been fucking shit. But he's not doing that, is he? Which is why I think he's going to bottle it and play three at the back. I didn't think about the three at the back, but it's not something that's ridiculous. It's something I could actually see happening. Um, what about yourself, Mine Who's your, who's your team? It's, it's Scott McTommy. I thought he was out injured. He's not in the, he's not in the Scotland team, well, is he? Or well, is he? Well, that, that's well, a weird he, one. If he's injured, he'll probably still start. You know what happens. He'll, yeah. he'll... <laughs> well, if it's Ollie now we're talking, he'll put Fred in there, Fred at right back, <laughs> Fred at left back. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're not in McTominay, so he'll be fit be playing. Yeah, because he, he's not been put in the Scotland team, though, has he? Because he, he's been, he's, he's not been announced because he's, he's out injured. I think he might have said that Steve Clark the other day. So he's not including him in the team for the upcoming games. So I'll be amazed if he's if he's playing because surely that would have been through United. But I'd, I'd rather he play. But it just seems bizarre if he would if Scotland have announced he can't go in their squad because he's injured. Well, if, if, you're Scott, if you're a Scotland fan, you'd be fuming, wouldn't you? But if McTominay, if McTominay doesn't play, then I reckon he might play Fred and Pogba in midfield and he might play Sancho, Sancho, Bruno and Greenwood. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. I think, as I said to you the other night, guys, I think he's going to bottle it. Some use the same word. But I text you the other night, uh, I'd say he's going to bottle it. And it's not bottling it because he's a top players, But I think bottling it from the pressure of dropping points already, the media talk, the social media as well, pundits, everybody. And he'll go De Gea, Wambasaka, Shaw, Varane, Maguire. So Varane will get his start. Pogba and Fred in midfield. Then he'll chuck Greenwood, I think, on the left with Sancho on the right. I think he'll put um, Bruno in the in the pocket as normal. And I think he'll bottle it that much. He'll, he'll throw Cavani up top. Mm, Cavani back in straight away. I think I think he will. I genuinely think he's just going to go. I've got a lot of stick here. And he's, his ass is going. His ass is going to go. He's just going to go right. Just, like, he just chuck everything at it. And the four-two-three-one won't be too bad if you're getting pace on the wings against the team that play five at the back. Because if you the, the full bats get forward, like they always still play do. Five at the back walls. Actually, thinking about it, I think they, they did the other day, didn't they? Because they still had the three up top. They had mm. two in midfield, didn't they? Neves and Matinho. Yeah, yeah. Samedo played, didn't he? I think it was at right wing back. So if if they are going to play that way, you tend to get the full backs go high. You get the spaces out wide. So you need that's where you need his pace. It, it wouldn't even shock me if he didn't play Cavani. He put Greenwood up top, Sancho on the right, Dan, Dan James, James on the left. And yeah, yeah. I've just got. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's a funny feeling if Scott isn't playing. That he might chuck Pogba in midfield with Fred. If Scott does play, he'll go with his normal McFred in the middle. And I think he'll then go Pogba left, Sancho right, with Greenwood up top. It all de- for my my front bit depends if, if Scott plays. Yeah, well when um we'll find out obviously on Sunday if the, the fucking injury rumour is, is true or not, seeing as he's well, walking you'll out see, we'll find out if he travels. The night before, yeah, the night before. Yeah. Um I think the back five for me. Confirms itself. It's got to be Varane in there instead of Lindelof, because um, obviously, as you said, Maguire's captain. He's not never going to drop Maguire. Um, Shaw left back, Juan Pesaka right back, and David De Gea obviously in net. I think he will actually give Donny a start. I know what we said, but I think he will. Ooh. He's going. I think he's going to go Donny and Fred in the middle. Um, Sancho on the left, Bruno Pogba. No, sorry, Sancho on the right, Bruno in the middle, Pogba on the left, and Greenwood up top. Um, I think I think with I think well you discussed it before, Donny, um, against Wolves last year. Um, I remember it now, two one it was we won, didn't we? He had a yeah, he had a crack he had a cracking <clears> game <throat> there. So he had a cracking game at Southampton all last year and didn't get a start. So <laughs> I don't think that means anything. So but I would I would I would think he he, he should. Um but obviously go with Donny. Donny in the middle. I think he had a really good game there last year. And someone who needs to, you need to you need to be quick and you need to press Nevers because Nevers, if he gets his head up, that's it. So you're going to have to get him quick. Um, just just really to wrap it up, really, because obviously we've been going on for nearly an hour. Um, what we'll go over the score prediction. So uh, Wayne, I start with you. What's your score prediction for Sunday? Um, if he plays Maguire and Varane, I'll go for uh, I'll go two one. United. 2-1 2-1 yeah. okay. um, and Tom yourself I think we'll lose 2-0 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2-1 2
Premier League team now. Yeah, because I think what will happen is we we won't play five at the back. We won't match them up, and I think we'll just get dominated. I think if you play against the three at the back position formation, you don't match them up. It's really hard, and it? it's just difficult to play against. And I think I think we'll struggle. I think um, Jimenez will score. I think we'll lose two now. Wow, wow, good deal. Um, I think we need a reaction. I think we're going to get a reaction. Um, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> two-two. No, I'm joking. No, three-one, three-one United. Fred Attrick. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck who scores an Attrick. Just as long <laughs> if it can be Fred's Fred's ass for when he fucking goes in with last ball. So actually, uh, tell you what, I've changed my mind. I reckon we'll draw two-two. I think we're going to concede. I think we'll score two. Fred, Fred's getting two play. now. Attrick no. for you and two for Tom. I think I think I think I think we'll draw two two because we'll keep our shitty fucking record of twenty eight wins unbeaten and all that shit, won't we going away from home? Yeah, well that's something we'll make it twenty eight and get the get the actual record ourselves. Right. Um that's gonna be us for this week. Obviously Champions League draws tomorrow, so maybe when we're next on the podcast we can obviously briefly just go through that. And um yeah. This will be able to pronounce all of the team names. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah well, like the Europa. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I think this is well. Well, after this game, it's a fucking international break, isn't it? Oh fucking hell! Again, oh, Jesus Christ! Another one. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it seems fucking... quite. It, it it does seem daft, and they've done that ruling though that all the oh. top players aren't going. I don't I know. So. I don't understand. What's why the point? They put an international break so fucking early on in the season. Yeah, but they're doing one now and they've got one in the beginning of October and they've got one in the halfway through our second week of November. So they've got three in the space of two months. Jesus. Are these ones, are these ones um, friendlies or are these qualifiers? No, the, the, I think I think the World Cup qualifiers because there was, they had to get, a, what do you call it? They had to be put back because of the Euros. They couldn't put, chuck anything in uh, after that, I think. So the World Cup's next um Next at least December, a, at least there's a fucking point to there. Not friendly. Yeah. Well, well, I bet you, I bet you, one, I bet you, one of them will be a friendly though. Mm. Out of the, out of, out of them between September one, the October one, and November one, one of them at least probably will be a friendly. Friendly. At least, yeah, at least we get some fitness. Course. Fitness football, isn't it? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck right. it. Right. Well, always. Well, it's been nice talking to to you again, and um, hopefully. Um, I will obviously hopefully we'll get a win. Um, and t- Tom, I'll probably I'll see you on Sunday, mate. Yeah, see you Sunday, mate. Yeah, no worries. Right, catching a bit. Catching a bit, guys. See you later.